0: Next on PIJN News, Dr. Chaps reports on these important
1: issues. Iran prints the words death to Israel on their missiles in Hebrew. The state Supreme Court rules that abortions are allowed but heartbeats are not. And a pro-lifer beats Joe Biden in court is found not guilty.
0: Former Navy Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmitt took a stand to defend religious freedom by daring to pray publicly in Jesus' name.
1: Iran has printed the words, in Hebrew no less, death to Israel on their new missiles which were released last week. The Jerusalem prayer team, who is leading a great charity, we encourage you to support them, they just issued a report saying Iran has just released photos of their latest missile. It has the words death to Israel printed not in Arabic or Farsi, which a lot of uh, Iranians speak, but in Hebrew, which the Jews in Israel speak. They print the words death to Israel in their own language. I think they're trying to send a message to Israel, not to their own people. Large Hebrew letters running down the side of the missile. You know, many people are taking this threat lightly But the Jewish people are not taking it lightly and we are not taking it lightly because terrorists who are state-sponsored by governments, authoritarian governments, totalitarian governments like the one in Iran, they're equipping and training, Iran is equipping and training the terrorists who are already attacking the people of Israel almost every day through their networks of Hamas and Hezbollah. This is a deadly, serious battle, but it's not just in the physical realm. There is a spiritual battle happening about the Middle East. Too many families, because of past terrorist incidents in Israel, are already grieving the loss of a father, a mother, a husband, a wife, or a child, and we must let them know that they are not alone. JerusalemPrayerTeam.org is doing a special outreach to the widows and orphans of Israel. And they haven't yet reached their total goal, but they are confident with friends like you that they will be able to reach their goal, and we encourage you to look into that. Helping orphans and widows, not just around the world like we do in India, for example, or even here in America, but helping them in Israel is a strategic project because they are God's chosen people, descendants of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and uh, there's an extra blessing, I believe, in helping their orphans and widows. There are hundreds of Ukrainian orphans now in Israel after the migration from because of the Russian attack on Ukraine. Many of the Jews are fleeing to Israel for their safety, and this organization is helping them travel to get there, comforting and bringing help. So many in Israel have lost husbands and fathers to the deadly terrorist attacks, and there is a lot of anti-Semitic hatred as you can see printed on the missiles that are targeted toward Israel right out of Iran. Why? Simply because they are Jewish, and that anti-Semitism, that Jew hatred is burning in the hearts of not the Iranian people, but the totalitarian leaders of that regime. Let's take a stand today and let's join them in prayer to show that they are not alone. The Bible says this in Matthew 25. The king will answer and say to them, "Assuredly, whatever you did to the least of one of these, my brethren, you did it unto me. We want to stand with them not only in uh, encouraging people to donate, but also in prayer today. Uh, The Bible also says we're supposed to pray for the peace of Jerusalem, and I want to help lead us in prayer. Would you join me? Father in heaven, we pray in Jesus' name for the peace of Jerusalem against not just the physical attacks of terrorists or the threats of missiles, but against the spiritual attack of darkness by the demonic forces inside of the leaders of Iran against God's chosen people, against the descendants of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Father, we pray that you protect them. We pray for the peace of Jerusalem. We pray for the peace of Tel Aviv and all of the other cities and towns throughout Israel. God, let your people have peace and we rebuke the demonic attack against them. We pray this in Jesus' name, amen. Let's take a short break. When we come back, a state Supreme Court rules that heartbeats are not allowed, but abortion is.
2: This is PIJN News, defending your religious freedom. Dr. Chaps will be right back.
1: I'm Dr. Chaps. You know, Jesus taught the parable about sowing the seed, and you don't want it wasted. You want it to grow with 30, 60, 100 fold for the kingdom of Jesus Christ. I'll tell you three mission areas that we're doing here at Pray In Jesus' Name. I think our charity does more with less than any other charity I know. We are fertile seed. For example, number one, we pray in millions of television homes every day or every weekend on eight networks. We have 2.5 billion home TV impressions every month. The second area, we feed orphans and children in some of the poorest slums overseas We're building a new vocational school, we're digging wells, and we're serving the poor when you give to pray in Jesus' name. Number three, we defend religious freedom, especially for our troops and our chaplains. We've now helped send 5 million petitions to Congress. We've helped change bad laws or policies in 13 states and four times in federal law. You know my story, as a former Navy chaplain, standing up for the right to pray in Jesus' name and defending religious freedom. Would you donate today? In fact we want you to come a monthly pledge sponsor. When you visit PrayInJesusName.org, on the right side, click the monthly pledge sponsor button at PrayInJesusName.org, your monthly gift will help change the world in Jesus' name. Maybe you've enjoyed our program and you're wondering, how can we support Dr. Chaps with our tithes and offerings We've made it so easy right now. You don't even need to go to the website, just use your smartphone and text the word donate to 720-573-0305. You don't even have to get out of your chair, just pick up your smartphone right now and text the word donate to 720-573-0305 and you will help us bring you these programs. God bless you in Jesus name.
0: Defending your religious freedom, here is Dr. Chaps.
1: God bless you in Jesus' name. Our next story comes from Liberty Council, who reports, The State Supreme Court of South Carolina, good conservative state, but sadly now pro-abortion, as the State Supreme Court has ruled their state constitution allows abortion, but not heartbeats. The State Supreme Court denied an appeal to rehear its own previous bad decision on a ruling against a state pro-life law that would have protected life by prohibiting abortions if a baby's heartbeat can be detected. Uh, We've had Janet Porter on this show many times. She talks about the heartbeat laws which are passing in many states. But now that has been struck down in South Carolina, uh, if a baby's heartbeat can be detected up to six weeks after conception, then the baby would have been protected, but no. Last month, on January 5th, in a three to two decision, the state Supreme Court of South Carolina overturned the Fetal Heartbeat Protection Act and ruled that it is an un- unreasonable pr- restriction on the woman's right to privacy to prevent her from having an abortion. And the case was Planned Parenthood, South Atlantic versus South Carolina. It was filed on behalf of the pro-life groups like the National Hispanic Christian Leadership Conference and the Frederick Douglass Foundation. On February 18th, Governor, this is uh, a year ago, 2021, Governor Henry McMaster signed the South Carolina Fetal Heartbeat and Protection Act, which would have prevented abortions by requiring that abortion doctors must uh, complete an ultrasound test. Or, or or, a heart uh, test to see if there is detectable fetal heartbeat before be- performing such an abortion procedure. If a heartbeat would be detected, the abortion would be prohibited, except in the case of a medical emergency to protect the life of the mother. But the day after McMaster signed that law into effect back in 2021, there was a different lawsuit. Planned Parenthood Foundation South Atlantic, a local abortion facility, Greenville Women's Clinic, and two physicians, Katherine Ferris and Terry Bufkin, they filed a federal lawsuit against the governor and various legislative leaders. Then the federal court wrote the following quote, Today we consider whether the Fetal Heartbeat and Protection from Abortion Act violates a woman's constitutional right to privacy as guaranteed in Article 1, Section 10 of the South Carolina Constitution. We hold that the decision to terminate a pregnancy rests upon the most the utmost personal and private considerations imaginable and implicates a woman's right to privacy. While this is not absolute, it must be balanced against the state's interest in protecting unborn life. This act which severely limits and in many instances completely forecloses abortion, is an unreasonable restriction upon a woman's right to privacy. In other words, a woman's right to kill her child and is therefore unconstitutional. So after the federal court ruling, then the pro-lifers sued in state court and they lost again. Abortion, by the way, has a dark eugenic foundation. That is, it kills free times as many blacks as it does whites. Why is that protected under the South Carolina Constitution? The founder of Planned Parenthood, Margaret Sanger, uh, an early abortion movement back in the 1920s, purposefully attempted to utilize abortion as a means of population control among those populations considered less desirable than white Americans. And that is inherently racist. That's the news, or thanks to Liberty Counsel for that report and Matt Staver. Uh, Let's take a moment and discern the spirits. In this story, we have judges, right? There's federal judges, there's South Carolina Supreme Court judges, there's abortionists filing lawsuits, there's pro-lifers filing lawsuits, everybody's in court, uh, and there's mothers in the valley of decision. Do I keep my child or kill my child? Those are the human actors in the story. Where are the non-human actors? How do we discern the spirit of God and the spirit of the angels and the spirit of the demons, the three kinds of spirits that are described in the Bible other than humans, how do we hear their voices? How do we see their influence? We do this through the lens of biblical morality as it influences the choices of the free will choices of the human actors. So let's say you're a South Carolina Supreme Court justice, and you have these cases coming before you, and the the decision ultimately turned out three to two. So three justices ruled that a woman's right to kill her child triumphs over the rights of the child to be born. That's what they ruled. But what were they hearing before that? I believe on one side, each of those justices, even though they ruled what I think is the wrong way, They were hearing from the Spirit of God. And the Spirit of God was trying to influence their morality and trying to say, Don't kill a child, thou shalt not kill. Protect the innocent. Children are a heritage from the Lord. Here's what the Bible says, right? Psalm 127. Behold, children are a heritage from the Lord. The fruit of the womb is a reward. Like arrows in the hand of a warrior, so are the children of one's youth. Here's the voice of God saying this to the justices, and they say, no, God, we're going to vote for a, the woman's right to kill her child. On the other side, the demonic voice, dripping with blood. You can almost hear the spiritual thoughts. This is not a physical battle, this is a spiritual battle as the demons whisper to the justices, let them kill their children. They have a right to kill their children. Forget about the babies, right? And ultimately, those justices sided with the demons and not with the voice of God, or his angels. This is just wrong. Um, I want to take a moment to pray. Would you pray that our Supreme Court justices in all 50 states begin to hear from God and reject the devil instead of rejecting God? Let us pray. Father in heaven, we pray in Jesus' name that you would triumph, that your voice would be heard by those in the Valley of Decision, not just pregnant moms, but ultimately the courts, and the people involved, the human actors who choose holiness instead of sin. Father, we pray that you would continue to pour out your grace and influence them to do the right thing and not the wrong thing. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's take a short break. When we come back, Joe Biden loses in court to a pro lifer who is found not guilty.
2: Hello everyone, I'm Mike Lindell, and I wanna tell everyone to get behind Dr. Chap's ministry here in his program. And you can do that by using, going to mypillow.com, using the promo code PRAYNEWS, and you're gonna save up to 66% on all my products. But more importantly, A a lot of that money is going to go back to support Dr. Schaffs and this programming. And it's uh, I just can't tell you enough to get people to Jesus is so important. And to have ministries like this is is that it's just absolutely amazing. I'm interrupting this commercial right now. Retailers have canceled my pillow. And to thank you for your support, I'm going to pass the savings directly on to you. Go to mypillow.com right now to get deep discounts on all my pillow products. For example, you can get my premium MyPillows regularly $69.98, now just $29.98, the lowest price ever. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, is MyPillow? So go to MyPillar.com or call the number on your screen now to get your very own all-season slippers, slides, and sandals for as low as $29.98 with your promo code. This is an introductory offer, and it won't last long, so order now. He is the intersection of church and state. Here is Dr. Chaps.
1: Welcome back. I'm Dr. Chaps. Our last story today comes from Christian Post, who reports a pro-lifer has beat... The Biden administration in court, and the pro-lifer was found not guilty after being persecuted. A jury last week, Monday, found pro-life activist, Mark Houck, not guilty. He happens to be a Catholic pro-life advocate and father of seven. He faced up to 11 years in prison for a false accusation, which a jury acquitted him of, would have been a federal violation related to an encounter with a Planned Parenthood clinic escort in Philadelphia. Mark Hauck had been charged with two counts of violating the FACE Act, which is uh, freedom and access to clinic entrances, uh, in two incidents that occurred in October of 2021. Here is Mark Hauck protesting on a sidewalk outside of a Planned Parenthood abortion clinic I've done that myself sometimes. Stand outside on a public sidewalk, exercise your free speech, nothing wrong with that, right? But the federal indictment falsely accused Hauk of shoving an abortion clinic escort, Bruce Love, in two separate incidents on the same day. Well, Mark Hauck was declared not guilty of shoving Bruce Love on all counts in the U.S. District Court for the Eastern District of Pennsylvania. Peter Breen, executive vice president and head of litigation for the Thomas More Society, a Christian nonprofit law firm that defended Mark Houck, stated the following, we are of course thrilled with the outcome of the court decision. Mark and his family are now free of the cloud that the Biden administration threw upon them. We took on Goliath and the full might of the United States government and we won. The jury saw through the rejected and it, they rejected the prosecution's discriminatory case, which was harassment from day one. This is a win for Mark and the entire pro-life movement. the Biden Department of Justice intimidation against pro-life people and people of faith has been put in its place end quote in one of the two incidents. According to eyewitnesses and and the testimony that persuaded the jury, Mark Houck was not actually blocking anyone from going into the clinic. He was across the street from the facility. And he was attempting to counsel two women who volunteered to walk up to him on a sidewalk. They wanted advice before they killed their child. And here comes the clinic escort. Bruce Love goes over and verbally confronts the pro-life advocate. And Mark Houck then claimed there was a second incident where Bruce Love apparently attacked or assaulted his son who was 12 years old at the time. After Bruce Love became aggressive, Mark Houck stepped in to defend his 12 year old son and security footage, there is actually video footage of the confrontation, showed the escort fell to the ground injuring his elbow. Aw. Maybe you shouldn't have attacked the 12-year-old. The father and son, uh, in fact, Mark Hauk Jr., the 12-year-old testified in court on the third day of the trial. On Thursday, defense attorneys requested motions to dismiss the federal indictment and it was dismissed. That's the news, our thanks to Christian Post for that report. Uh, Mark Hauk, we discern upon you, sir, the spirit of God, the spirit of prophecy, that you are confronting the evildoers right there on the public sidewalk, as is your First Amendment, right? And you are speaking a prophetic voice, not assaulting anyone, not wrestling with anyone. In fact, when they come up to you and begin wrestling with your son, it's great that you stepped in and became uh, the intercessor, right, the intermediary the interposition between evil and good, God sends a righteous angel. God sends a righteous messenger. And Mark how, sir, we discern upon you the spirit of Almighty God for standing up for what is right. The Bible says this in Matthew 5, and we know why people like Mark are persecuted every day. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Let's pray about this. Would you take a moment to pray with me? Father in heaven, we pray for all those prophets in the world who are doing the right thing, speaking out in the right place at the right time, taking a position of interposition between evil and good. And Father, we pray that they will be vindicated, that when they are persecuted for doing the right thing, that they will win in court and they will be acquitted just like Mark was. Father, we pray for actual justice to prevail so that every child will have an opportunity to be born and every mother who's contemplating that evil will have a chance to hear the truth. We pray this in Jesus' name, amen. Take a short break and I'll have a word to conclude the show.
0: Giving you a megaphone in Washington, D.C. Dr. Chaps will be right back.
3: This is Dr. Miles Jones. I want to invite you to go on a journey to the real Mount Sinai, the one described in Psalm 24. Who shall ascend the Mount of the Lord? Psalm 24 is an invitation from Jehovah himself to join him at the real mountain of God in Midian, Arabia. The B'nai Umanah Institute has a narrow window of opportunity to take a film crew to preserve the evidence of the Exodus. In this video series, we will be there on site to analyze the evidence, both old and new. I was honored to translate the inscriptions found at Mount Sinai and published in the Writing of God, which helped bring to the world the existence of the real Mount Sinai. Now, in this TV series, we will report to you directly on location. There has been a steady stream of new inscriptions from the younger generation of Exodus documenters. The Saudi government is now permitting us to go to the Mountain of God in Arabia. Help us to seize the day before this door closes. There are two ways to contribute. You can join us on the Mountain of God tour, March 6th through 12th, 2023, Go to the Writing of God website for more information, or you can support the production of this TV series with your gift so that we can bring it directly to you. Shalom.
1: Hi, I'm Dr. Chaps. I've been praying and teaching for years about the baptism in the Holy Spirit, how you can have the power of God right now for your prophetic or power gifts ministry. This new teaching goes through not just Acts chapter two, when the disciples received the power of God from on high and began speaking in other tongues. But we also teach on the gifts of the Holy Spirit and every instance we could find in church history of the gift of tongues. This product is brand new and available to you for a suggested donation of $30. Call us at 866-ObeyGod to get yours today. Or you can find it on our website, PrayInJesusName.org. Click on the online bookstore at the top of the page, PrayInJesusName.org, available for a suggested donation of $30. Or you can call us at 866-ObeyGod. Again, that's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D.
0: Defending your religious freedom, here is Dr. Chaps.
1: Thank you for watching and thank you, thank you to those of us uh, who have supported Pray In Jesus Name Ministries. We are one of the most efficient charities. When you give online at PrayInJesusName.org, your seed goes into fertile ground to to bring you a 30, 60 and 100 fold return. The Bible says this in Luke 6, Give, and it will be given back to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over, will be put back into your bosom. For with the same measure that you use for others, it will be measured back to you. So if you are generous, God will be generous to you. Please give to us today when you call at 866-Obey-God, or just call for prayer. It's free, 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. We'll see you next time.